can't believe she lied to Giles. My world is all askew. Buffy's lying. Buffy's going to frat parties. That's not askew, that's cockeyed. Askew means cockeyed. Oh. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. We'll help Giles. I'm going to the party. What? I've got to keep an eye on Buffy. Those frat guys creep me. You want to protect her? Mm-hmm. And prove that you're just as good as those rich, snotty guys? Mm-hmm. Maybe catch an orgy? If it's on early. Welcome to yet another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 5, Reptile Boy. It is written and directed by David Greenwalt. The original air date is October 13th, 1997, to an audience of 4.77 million people. And uh, I think our prediction was right from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you were way off. Well, you were definitely way off. No, no, no. I was, I was right. I was uh, I think, totally right. I think you said Oz, Seth Green was going to be Reptile Boy. No, no. I would never say that. Yes. I was spot on with this. Yeah. <laughs> you said uh, cultist frat with the, with, the, with the chest that has a reptile in it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said if I remember correctly. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, this is rapey frat. Got it, reptile boy. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Everybody, go back and listen. Yeah. to the last episode, Inca Mummy Girl. I, just tune into the end and hear my correct prediction. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yep. <laughs> you nailed it. You're so good at these. <laughs> Man, we're bad at this. <laughs> I, well, I knew it wasn't going to be Seth Green. As a... Well, look, I was going out on a limb, yeah. dude. All right. If I was, I was right, it was about to be some craziness. No, that would be amazing. I'm like, he's a reptile boy for this whole series. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my logic was sound. He kind of looks reptilian. You can't fault me. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I have a question, though. Are snakes reptiles? Or are they something else? Yeah, snakes or reptiles. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought it might have been one of those things of like, you know, like spiders aren't bugs; they're arachnids or some kind of shit like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Right. I don't think it actually matters in this because the thing that we see isn't any of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we get into Reptile Boy Vance? Yes, we shall. All right, so we started off the episode with Buffy, Xander, and Willow watching some kind of weird foreign movie, I guess. They're watching uh, Bollywood and yeah. Sunnydale. Bollywood at Buffy's. Yeah. Ooh, Bollywood at Buffy's. Yeah. And Xander and Buffy are braiding Willow's hair. And and Xander's pretty good at the braid. Was he? I mean, I, he might have been a braid over there, but he wasn't actually braiding. It looked like he was doing a lot of twirling. Yeah, all right. And they're just basically discussing how weird the movie is. This this opening scene didn't need to exist. 
Uh, I en- I enjoyed the opening scene. I mean, you could have cut it. Yes, you could have cut it and just gone right to this next thing. Um, yeah. But I liked seeing them that they can like have a chill like day. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like there hasn't been a lot of activity yeah. recently in in Sunnydale with the Hellmouth. But uh, but you know when they say that that it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, it's all about to change, Vance. <laughs> I want to see. A, I mean, I know there's some like specialty episodes, but I was like, this would be cool if this episode had no monsters in it. <laughs> Just yeah, <laughs> and it almost didn't. Yeah, uh, the the humans are the real monsters, yes. Vance. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, then we cut to a scene where. See, I didn't recognize this as a frat house at first. I thought it was just a giant mansion. Same. Because, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because we're in Southern California. Mm-hmm. You know, this this type of shit exists. Yeah. But uh, there's a giant mansion and a lady breaks through a window and jumps off the second story of this place and just starts booking it. And a bunch of dudes dressed in like priest outfits start chasing her. She goes through that glass so awkwardly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I was like, she didn't, like, there was no noise, no sound. It was just like, and she just ran through it. It wasn't like she jumped. It was just like she ran through some sugar glass and then hopped down. Yeah, and, like, hopped down off of a second story. Yeah, when and you then, look at it, it's, like, high up. It's, yeah, dude. Like she doesn't have a broken ankle or anything. She's just like, but she and she even keeps like running, like she's sprinting. Yes, and also I I was thinking of this. If I'm running for my life, probably screaming. Yeah, like tr- probably trying to alert people. Like she's completely well, I don't know. silent. I feel like if you're screaming, that would like fuck up your lung capacity, maybe, and then you wouldn't be able to run as fast. Yeah, but you want somebody. Like, I don't think she's gonna outrun these frat guys forever. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully there's someone around. Start screaming. Maybe scream. Start screaming. Scream every like three or four steps. Like help! Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're thinking rationally when you're jumping through glass and are being chased by a cult frat. Okay. You're not like "Mm, if I calculate my O2 intake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, she gets chased into a graveyard. Of course. She hops over a wall and lands in a graveyard which is right next to the frat house and the priest guys jump over. There's, there's uh grave headstones that say mom and dad, which I thought was weird. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing like else it, on it. Just like it. Yeah. It felt very informal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was the mom family next to the dad family, yeah. you know, like Johnny dad and, and, and William mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But then eventually some super, super handsome guy catches her because he's been waiting for her in the graveyard to just capture women. Yeah. How does he, why is he, how does he beat her there? I have no idea. But uh, they capture the girl and they drag her back to the mansion slash frat house. And uh, he puts his hood up and then we get the fucking uh, intro song. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Angel wasn't in the graveyard. I, you know, I think be skulking about in the graveyard. I think they, that opening scene was to show, like, hey, Buffy's not in the graveyard where she normally just patrols. I guess because I, I guess you know vampires always go to graveyards to feed on nobody. It's it's the weirdest 
it doesn't make any sense that that's her go-to spot when the bronze has been attacked more than anything yeah like that's why they always need to be at the bronze ranch she needs to patrol that place like she should have like a drug and alcohol problem because she's like going out all the time (laughs) you know like she's just a 90s club kid you know (laughs) um so yeah after the uh the opening song we have cordelia giving man advice to some girl she's like you gotta listen and laugh and her laugh is so psychotic because it's you know it's obviously a fake laugh but it's like (laughs) yeah she's reading she's reading one of those like uh those magazine cosmo or something relationship things i'm like huh cordelia you're pretty good at just manipulating guys like why are you taking this but oh these are college guys so Mm -hmm. obviously yeah, she's talking about how uh, she's trying to mack on these college dudes. And then Buffy comes around the corner and she's talking to Willow about how she's been having sex dreams about Angel. And they're in surround sound. <laughs> Which was a big deal back then. Oh, yeah. Um, Willow thinks that they're perfect together, except for, you know, the whole vampire thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um then Buffy walks by Cordelia and they're listening to her conversation with with the random girl and Xander shows up and she's like, I'm trying to mack on college guys, not like these loser high school guys. And Xander's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she rips into him about being a pizza delivery boy and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And she's dating a Delta kappa uh wait what is it delta kappa delta zeta kappa and then xander's like oh so you've gone for aliens now that you've ran through all of the human men yeah i didn't love that joke me neither it's too much of a it's too many steps to get to it yeah Yeah. some of these jokes are very wordy you know yeah joss whedon i mean sorry david greenwald needs to uh cut some of the fat off of this because get to the point of the jokes yeah i don't you know? i don't think this one's too wordy uh it's just like i think it the, is the greek lettering being alien just doesn't well, also for me but also how we need to get a gauge on how dumb xander is because he has another dumb moment later on i think xander is as dumb as you need him to be for the joke <laughs> okay that's the like that's he the couldn't thing. Like, he didn't know, like, a couple episodes ago, he didn't know how to spell bitch. I think he was making a... Nah, I don't... Exactly. He's dumb as you need for the joke. Because the joke's All funny. Right. Bitka. Yeah. Um, so... Buffy goes and hangs out with Giles, and Giles is upset that she's late to her training... And she gives him the whole speech of like, you don't know what it's like to be a 16-year-old girl and the Slayer. And he's like, you're right, I don't, but you need to train and there's vampires. And I feel like we have this scene every episode. I know. I was I, In my notes, I go, same Giles Buffy scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and towards the end, I feel like they're hitting resets. Like last week, I thought they hit a reset a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and... It started to creep back in this episode, what they did with the relationship stuff of Xander being obsessed with Buffy. But it was a little tapered down. Um, Yeah. And this one, I was like, are we going to get Giles and Buffy 
every episode, every one or two episodes being like, hey, you got to do this thing, but I don't want to. And then you got to train with me. He hit, tries to hit her with a stick and it's useless. And I'm like, yeah. this is not helping her be a better fighter. Fighting yeah. the worst fighter in the world. Yeah, I mean, you have to show Giles being capable at some point. <laughs> like, because otherwise, what's the point of this training? Like, he's slow and not effective. Like, you have to show him win, like, once. Or at least come close or, like, at least knock her down. Like, most training things like this in most movies, you have, like, the, the, the one... Like even if you go to the Matrix, you know, with Neo fighting Morpheus, like, you know, mm -hmm. Neo's going to be better, but Morpheus shows him that, like, hey, you don't have the skill yet. Like, he yeah. never sweeps the leg on Buffy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he never just knocks her down. She's like, huh, okay. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like that. Do you remember in The Office when everyone was just like, like Michael Scott was such a bumbling dumbass? Mm -hmm. But then there's that one episode with Tim Meadows mm -hmm. where it shows like he's actually really good at being a salesman and like schmoozing with people. Yeah. And that's why he's in the position. Like we need that with Giles, like in this training. Even in this episode, Willow's doing Giles is like watching detective work. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't like <laughs> Giles is a de facto father figure in this uh, in this show. Yeah. Which is interesting because we already, because Buffy has a dad that we've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so uh, Cordelia is, is walking around outside the high school and then the, the frat guys show up in their car and, and they're schmoozing with Cordelia and, and the f lead frat guy who we think is the lead frat guy, his name is Richard. He uh, points to Buffy and he's like, what's up with that girl? She's hot. You friends with her? And I Cordelia thought his name was, like, was Tom. Tom is the other guy. Richard is the handsome one. Okay. Tom is the one that's like 400,000 years old. Really? Tom's the one that's into Buffy. To yeah, okay. Wait, Tom is the one that's into Buffy. Yeah. I thought you were saying he was the handsome one. You are saying the other guy, the rapey no, one is the handsome one. Yeah, Richard's definitely way more handsome. Yeah. Do you do you do you not think so? You think I, Tom's more handsome? I feel like handsome and like hot are two different things. I feel like you would put handsome on the one that's flirting with Buffy, and like uh, I don't know. I feel like Tom just looks so old. Like he looks like he's like forty. Like he's kind of like balding. It seems like really what it, to me it seems that way. All right. I mean, I'm, dude, Richard's like model hot. Yeah, that's what I just said. Hot, not handsome. Like that's what. I, well, he. I mean, that's those two go hand. No, they handsome. No, no, handsome is a completely different than hot. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm yeah. gonna have to disagree with you uh, on this here, oh, man. So you can be hot. <laughs> so handsome and hot are, are interchangeable, in your opinion? Yes. Okay. What do you think the difference is? They're different words. They mean different things. So do you think hot is like dirty, sexy, like Angelina Jolie and handsome would be like, you know, just beautiful? Like if a guy ripped off his like shirt and was like just abs and that like V, like you wouldn't oh, go like, I'm familiar, you, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a <laughs> Check out my Instagram. You wouldn't be like, oh, you're so handsome. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> no, you would. That's like, you'd unless, be like, you're that's a grandma, unless you're like a grandma, unless you're like a grandma or something. <laughs> oh, that's You think handsome of handsome as like, as like cute, like pinch your cheeks. Oh, you're so handsome. Not as probably as cute, but like, I don't know. Like, it's definitely not like he has like that hot bad boy quality. The one that is in the Cordelia. And I wouldn't, okay. I just wouldn't call him handsome. That's why I was confused. 
Okay, so I so handsome would be like George Clooney. Hot would be like young Brad Pitt. Exactly. Okay. All right. We we settled this. <laughs> I was about to say we need to get off the subject. And now we, we we finally got it into. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, Richard is like, "Who's your friend?" Uh, Cordelia's like, "That's not really my friend." And they're like, "Well, we like her," and she's like, "Oh, she's more like a sister to me." So then. Cordelia goes and pulls Buffy over and she's like, I don't really want to meet these frat guys. And then Richard's like, hey, what's up, hot stuff? And Buffy's like, I'm not interested. Tom, handsome Tom, Mm -hmm. shows up and he's like, look, I'm sorry about my frat brother. You know, he's a total douche. I'm actually really cool and charming and handsome. And Buffy's like, "Ooh, okay, I like this Tom guy. And then Xander's jealous. Okay, so this... Guy is a senior in college. A senior in college? He's 21 years old. Yes. And she is a junior in high school. 16 years old. And I'm like, yuck. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, dude. And and the thing is, a five-year age difference is not a big deal when you're talking about, like, 35 and 40. Yeah, my parents are five years different. Yeah, like, 30 and 35, like, 27 and 32. Like, those differences mm-hmm. are different. But when you're talking, like, junior in high school, senior in college, like, yeah. there's a big gap between freshman in high school and senior in high school. Like, yeah, what is this? <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. Like, straight up statutory at this level. Um, I think it's because everybody watching this show realizes that everyone in the show is at least 25 they forgive it <laughs> yeah but i mean why even throw that age limit in like why is he I not know. a sophomore why is he I know. why did he even have to bring it up yeah i mean like 19 to 16 it's still it's still bad it's bad but, but like yeah that's your like what whatever but they're like but predatorily cruising through high schools and picking up high school girls which is not something i ever did <laughs> college yeah, no i never would like hey what's happening at that high school like i'm in college no. no like yeah yeah dude i mean when i was a freshman in college i was invited to a senior prom and i went but i still felt like weird about it mm-hmm. you know yeah i was like Ugh, I'm, I'm better than this yeah. <laughs> and these are rich college students yeah right but they're uh but they're there for different reasons oh boy are they <laughs> Um, but Buffy says that she's involved with someone and hinting towards Angel, I'm, I guess. Oh my God, just date Angel already. Like, I know. Stop. And Tom is like, ugh, of course all the good ones are taken or whatever. He says it like he knows who Buffy is. You just saw yeah. her sitting on a... Yeah, but he's like, well, you know, if you want to ever hang out sometime, let's hang out. And Buffy's like, you know, maybe I will. So Giles is in the library and I love this scene. Yeah. He's training by himself. Like, I'm going to. No, 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 no. He's not training by himself. He comes out of the library prison wearing pads and he has a sword and he's like, Buffy, I'm going to attack you now. And I'm not going to hold back. And he like swings the sword and Buffy just like so easily disarms him and then throws him across the table. (laughs) it's like this is where we need like giles to show some kind of 
hire uh, hire someone or say, hey, Angel, what are you doing tomorrow? Can you practice fight Buffy? Like, well, he can't during the day. Yeah, I guess he can't. Nah, you know what? He he's up during the day. Just go to a dark warehouse. We've seen people walking around <laughs> during the day. They don't sleep all day like old school vampires. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Buffy beats the shit out of him, and then he kind of reprimands her, and he's like, you need to go on patrol at the graveyard. Just because stuff hasn't been going crazy doesn't mean it won't go crazy, so you're on patrol. She's like, ugh, all right. So she goes to the graveyard. She's walking around. She sees some kind of silver charm medallion thing in the tall grass somehow. Picks it up. Angel comes up from behind her. He's like, there's blood on that. I can smell it. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, Angel, man, what, what nonsense information are you about to drop? Like, right. He's always got like some half information. I feel like this scene is worse than his half information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a this is a rough scene because it's a pivotal <laughs> scene, but I don't think it accomplishes what it wants to accomplish. Yeah. So then Buffy turns around. She's like, oh, Angel, fancy seeing you here. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I hang out in graveyard, so, you know, you know, whatever. And I sneak up on you and you always never know I'm behind you, even though your yeah. guard should be way up. And then out of nowhere, Buffy's like, so, like, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you around in a bit. You know, it would be nice if, you know, one day we would, you know. And then Angel's like. Do what? Go on a date? I'm 241 years old and you're 16. (laughs) And I was like, oh, he cares about the age limit. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, but, you know, we just just get a coffee. He's like, and do what? Every time I kiss you, it's not going to be like a fairyland. You're not going to wake up from your fairyland dream. And then Buffy goes, you're right. When I kiss you, I die. And then she pulls away and runs the most stupid looking run away from him. Yeah, she says, when you kiss me, I want to die. And I was like, what is he? I I was so confused. Like, was that her like being really like (laughs) kinky S&M statement? Or was that being like, it just wasn't said in a way that wasn't. I thought it I would, think it. I don't know. It had that. Here's what I. Uh, great. What was that? Uh, Jades of Grey. Uh, here's what I think it was. I think it was. She was trying to ask Angel out mm-hmm. and like feel it out. Angel rejected her hard. Why? I don't know. He's a he's a vampire. But but he's been trying to date her like this whole time. Yeah. Like the, it, there nothing happened in the episode or the previous episodes that would have made him say no. Who knows? But so he rejected her hard. And then she, as a defense mechanism, was like, whatever. I want to die whenever I kiss you. Because it's like she put herself out there and was vulnerable and then got stomped out. Now she's like, well, fuck you. I didn't I wasn't interested in any way. Yeah, it just escalated so quickly and just didn't seem like what Angel's like, hey, there's blood on that thing. You're 16. Like, I was like, wait, where did that (laughs) You guys want to talk about uh, this thing? Yeah, just like it just escalated completely. Um, yeah, and she's like, "Oh, coffee." He's like, "Yeah, dude, what, you hang around her all the time, anyway." Yeah, what do you think coffee's gonna lead to? Huh? Yeah, I was like, "Isn't like, this what you want?" Like now, I don't yeah. know what Angel wants. Yeah, uh, does he even like coffee? Can vampires have food like coffee? Oh yeah, we don't even know. 
I know in there's an anime called Tokyo Ghoul where they're not technically vampires. They're quote unquote ghouls. But all they can have of human food is coffee. Mm. So maybe maybe those rules apply here. What we do in the shadows is all you can have is human blood. Can't have any yeah. food. Well, we'll have to get to the bottom of this. Um, so then uh, the next thing we see is Cordelia inviting Buffy to the frat party with Richard and Tom. And uh, she's like, look, I don't want you to come, but they want you to come. And there's this whole thing that i got to have, like, uh, quotas for boys and girls, I guess. And if you don't come, the quota's off and I can't come, so you got to come. And then Buffy's like, you know what? Fine. Fuck Angel. I'm moving on to Tom. <laughs> I love how petty teenage girl Buffy gets when oh yeah, she... <laughs> Buffy's like the person that just goes around just like I'm gonna bang and make him jealous and then be like <laughs> and then immediately regret immediately regret what she just did you know yeah like yeah. like how is this gonna make it does make Angel jealous too later because oh yeah I love the it's always hard to get the contrast of them caring about these like relationships things while mm. like eighty girls are missing. Yeah, they're like people are dying left and right. She's in danger. She went on a date. I'm like, chill, (laughs) chill with the date thing. (laughs) Like she's about to die. Like let's solve that first. So yeah, Buffy's like, yeah, I'll go to the frat party, and then we cut to the frat house, and they have like a a dungeon in their basement, and they're performing some kind of ritual with a new pledge or something. There's a big sword, and I. I caught this and I thought it was a mistake, but there is like a giant Gatorade jug up in the corner. And I was like, what kind of bullshit is this? And then after the ritual is over, it's like, all right, let's have some brewskis. And they start like throwing beers out of that Gatorade thing. And I was like, oh, okay. So now they're just partying. And then, of course, the girl from earlier that was running away is chained up. Mm-hmm. And the, and Richard goes up to her and he's like, you're not going anywhere, lady. I love high school girls. They're so dumb or something. (laughs) Yeah. Or like nobody files a missing report. No, of course not. There are so many teens going missing in this town that it would be. I mean. It would be a national uh, issue. There is a report, Vance. Yes, there is a report. find out later. It's in the school newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) Girl gone missing. Parents on vacation. Yeah. Parents don't really miss her. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Buffy has decided that she's going to the frat party, and Xander's jealous, and he's like, "Oh, you're not going with Angel, right?" And she's like, "No, I'm going with Tom." And he's like, "Wait, who the fuck is Tom? That's bad. Uh, he's he's bad news. He's he's gonna kill you. Frat guys are the worst." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Willow makes some kind of thing about like, "Ooh, there's a frat party. There's gonna be drinking and drugs and." Probably an orgy. And Xander's like, orgies? <laughs> I don't know a, if you this, recognize... This is a good Willow episode. It is. I don't know if you recognize this, but I know that uh, you spot the stop smoking posters all the time. Mm-hmm. Right before this scene happens, there's like a close-up on drunk driving and no drinking posters. Yeah, this one goes hard with the no drinking. I, I had a question. Did you think they were drinking at the bronze? Like alcohol? Yeah. 
No. They have drinks there at times. People are walking around with beverages. I was just assuming they were like mocktails. I, I thought they were just full up drinking. They had a bouncer in the front. <laughs> yeah. A band playing. I don't know. Maybe I didn't like, know it was uh, a, I didn't know it was a coffee bar. <laughs> I, I didn't know that either. <laughs> was... I think I think the bronze is like Xander, yeah, and like it can be whatever kind of place you need it to be for the episode. I'm like, oh, they're making frappuccinos and cro- yeah. croissants. Like what? <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Xander's jealous. Willow's like, there's gonna be orgies. Giles shows up and he's like, you got to train. And then Buffy's like, I'm not training tonight. I'm sick. My mom is sick, so I can't do it. And then Giles is like, okay, well, if your mom is sick and if you're sick, then there's no point in training and going on patrol. And then they leave Giles and then Willow's crazy upset that Buffy lied to Giles about her mom being sick and her being sick and she's going to the frat party actually like willow and xander are like aghast well this is a horrible decision by buffy because absolutely at this point they have figured out that there might they don't know if there's a missing girl but they know something's up yeah because buffy gave giles like the half of a pendant that she found in the graveyard um and Uh, it's really it's, it's, it helps my prediction a little bit of thinking that Giles and Buffy's mom will hook up at some point. <laughs> Giles she, and she, Jenny Callender are hooking up, dude. Hey, there's enough Giles to go around, all right? <laughs> I was looking at Giles today when he didn't have, like, his uh, blazer on. He's pretty jacked, it looks oh, like. He's a pretty big guy. I, I know you don't watch Ted Lasso, but he's a pretty, like, like solid-looking person. Like, you yeah. know, he's not, like, just, like, this scrawny like yeah he looks pretty yeah. built oh, those boots are heavy and he's got to lift them up that's true you know that's true he's got to put them in the stack he's always fighting buffy you know he's getting he's getting his workout in he is certainly getting his training and yeah. buffy on the other hand is not <laughs> she doesn't need it to fight these dumb vampires yeah. <laughs> um but yeah Willow and Xander are like, I can't believe you lied to Giles. And Buffy's like, you know, sometimes you got to lie. All right. I'm 16. I got a party. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Buffy, you've been 16 forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we get to Cordelia giving Buffy tips about how to act and look at the frat party. And she's like, you don't wear black. You don't wear chiffon. You don't wear silk. That's my stuff. And don't do whatever you're doing with your hair. Buffy's like, what am I doing with my hair? And then she trashes Xander again for some reason. Like, remember when Xander saved your life and you were about to, like, kiss him, it feels like? I meant to bring up when when they leave the school earlier before the college guys show up, there's, like, this red car just parked in front that peels off. And then mm. this other car shows up. And then Cordelia comes out and she purposely bumps into Willow on her way there. And I'm like... yeah. Are you not cool with these people? Like, I know we want yeah. to have the Cordelia being mean stuff. And I think you would still do that, but not at their expense. Yeah, I thought that they were, like, cool and she's, like, part of the gang. Yeah. Because she knows about vampires and Buffy being the Slayer. They, and they, at the they, beginning of this season, it seemed like, guys, I'll keep your secret. No worries. Yeah. Like, I could understand, like, her backhanded compliments of, or even, like, 
the the insults that she might not see as insults of like, yeah, but don't do that thing with your hair. Yeah. But she's actively like bullying them again. Yeah, she like bumps in the willow. I'm like, come on, that girl has saved your life on count every they saved your life on countless times. Like, come on. That doesn't now it's like because the first what was it, the first episode when of this season when she was bad and she like trying to get Buffy to get her act together. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, cool, we got a new Cordelia. But she can still, like you said, she can still be insulty. She can still yeah, like just- talk down to you. She's kind of oblivious yeah. of her rude nature. But like, at the, yeah, like you said, in the first episode, she's like, Buffy, you're being a bitch. Yeah. And I take it from me. You don't want to be like me. Yeah. And now she's just like, I'm still going to be like that. though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, Willow's still sad that Buffy lied to Giles and can't believe it. And and she says something's askew. And Xander is like, no, it's not askew. It's cockeyed. And Willow's like, that's what askew means. And then Xander's like, oh. <laughs> it's like a handsome hot <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Xander's like, you know what? Screw all this. I'm going to the party. I'm spying on Buffy. And, you know, if there's an orgy, I'm a spy on that too. I'm going to be a peeping Tom. <laughs> yeah, Willow does a good job in this. She's like, oh, you're going to go there because you're worried about her and blah, blah. And if there's an orgy, like her, like pacing in that, like conversation is great. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we get a scene of Cordelia just crashing into a car. Just <laughs> rear ends the car. And I'm like, oh, maybe she drove through the school by accident last, last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't on purpose. That was just her wild. And then like, she's like, ugh. They always park so damn close to you. It's like you just rear-ended the shit out of this dude. Yeah. And if you notice, Buffy is wearing a black dress, which a scene ago, <laughs> Cordelia was like, don't wear black. That's my thing. Yeah, Buffy. Buffy's a rebel, if you don't know. I guess. Yeah, she's lying to her father figure. Yeah. Um, Xander sneaks in with his khakis and his bright red polo shirt and he looks like he's 55 years old i love it he's got his hair like combed over the polos tucked in like i love i love that he did this as his like yeah this is the frat boy look and it and it works yeah it totally does yeah he looks like he's about to go golfing yeah he's got a tea time yep (laughs) but he looks so old yeah i mean that's yeah so then Richard comes and scoops up Cordelia, who's been hanging out with Buffy, and she's Buffy or Cordelia's like, "Oh, don't worry about Buffy. She's better off alone." And then Buffy's just standing there, wallflower like, just chilling miserably. Tom comes over. Well, before this, this is weird. What? This is just no, what was this? So there's one random frat guy that like extends a drink to her from like across the room and she's looking like hey okay i got this and then a loud obnoxious frat guy pushes that guy away and he's like hey new girl get over here and dance (laughs) and then he stumbles over towards her and then tom the handsome guy Grabs Buffy and is like, mind if I cut in or can I have this dance or whatever he says and pulls her away just as the obnoxious guy like almost tackles her. Yeah. What what was this? This guy was like about to tackle Buffy. 
And I was like, great. I can't wait for it to uppercut him across the room. Yeah. And then like hip toss him. But also like, what was he doing? <laughs> what is that move? No idea. How was he in this, this uh, secret cult fraternity? I feel like he's probably the guy that they just have around that doesn't know. Yeah, it <laughs> seems like, like don't. Hey, we're don't go in the basement. <laughs> it's like there's there's nothing really going on in the basement. We're cleaning He's up. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some more brewskis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's just like that classic drunk frat guy that and, yeah. that you see on TV shows. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like he looks like his name is Bluto or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tom pulls her away. Saving her from being tackled. And he's dancing with her. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm surprised that you came here. Blah, blah, blah. You're you're too mature. You're And I talk too much. And don't worry, you don't have to keep dancing with me. That guy's gone away. And then Buffy's like, well, what if he comes back and pulls him in closer? And I'm like, yes, Buffy back to the sexy dances. Oh, yeah. And uh, Xander, on the other hand. Seems like he's a big hit at this party. He's got he's eating all the hors d'oeuvres because this is like a this is a high level uh, frat party where they have like you know food service basically. Yeah, um, everybody's wearing like shirts and ties too. And there's, not, there's pledges. We we do see a pledge walking around in like some like a made outfit, made or something. outfit, French made outfit, and um, yeah, he's he's like enjoying all the hors d'oeuvres, and then he's talking to these two girls like these crab legs and making his Twinkie like jokes. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, he's I, got his, he's got a stick. I mean, it's killing too. Those girls look very, very charmed by him. Yeah. And I was like, go Xander. All right. I'll say at this party, I feel like Xander would actually liven it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But this is when Xander gets found out because he's drawing, he's drawing too much attention to himself by being like the most charming person ever. Can I, can I say hot, uh, hot Richard is everywhere at this party? Like yeah. Every scene he's like. Anytime something has to happen, he's like, there, there, there. I'm like, how is he all over the place? Well, Hot Richard's there, and also Bluto the drunk is everywhere, too. <laughs> Hot Richard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to distinguish them now. <laughs> Even though they have different names completely. <laughs> <laughs> so Hot Richard's there, yeah. and then the drunk guy is like, hey, who's that guy? And then the, the drunk guy is like, oh... Looks like we got a crasher, huh? And so they drag Xander away and they're like, hey, what's up? New pledge. Yeah. And they drag him away. And I was like, oh, boy, Xander's going to end up chained up in the basement. Yeah. But he gets a fate much worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He is now. Well, before we get to that. Uh, Buffy is offered a drink by Tom after she's like investigating some like glass that's on the ground from when the lady jumped out of the window. Would would that piece of glass be shocking at all? Because it wouldn't. I'm like a frat house and a piece of glass and a broken window. Yeah, no. That's just par for the course. Yeah. Also, it's like it could have been glass from anywhere. Like, why would you automatically assume it's from a broken window, a, a story above, like... Broken glass, a story above, but why would that make you think, oh, girl? Like, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make you be suspicious at all. You'd be like, God, someone threw something through a window. Well, it's also like, 
she couldn't have been that suspicious because then Tom comes out and he offers her a drink and she's like, you know what? I've been mature for too long and just like chugs it. I was like, that was a, that was not a shot, Buffy. <laughs> no. And she also, it's like, dude, if you're already suspicious of these dudes, fucking don't drink anything. You earlier, you were like opposed to drinking and you weren't drinking the drink that Hot Richard gave you. But now Hot Richard and Tom, and Handsome Tom are giving you a drink. And you're like, all right, I'll fucking take it to the face. Yeah, it was some. It was something about like, I don't know. She, yeah, uh, she said her line and did her drink. You know the drink's yeah. drug because they keep looking at each other when they do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But And I, it's a frat party, you know. I really <laughs> thought, I really thought that they were drinking at the bronze though. I guess not. I feel, I feel like I feel like that girl Sheila was definitely stumbling out of there drunk. Oh, but she was she was the bad girl. Yeah, so but, she was probably drinking. Yeah, I think I feel like there's alcohol at the bronze. Maybe they're not drinking, but I definitely think there's booze at the bronze. I feel like Sheila would have brought in her own flask that she stole from uh, her parents. I mean, I'm sure that there's alcohol at the bronze. Yeah. That's all. I, yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure. I guess, I'm sure that they're. I guess caught. I'll. I guess I'll. Bad boy, good kids aren't drinking at the bronze. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think they are. I think they're too lame. Okay. Like Xander would be like too afraid. Yeah. Xander's still a virgin, you know. Yeah. So anyway, she takes a drink. Uh, Willow and Giles are researching the broken charm. They figure out it's from Kent Prep School, and then they look up the school newspaper to find out there's a missing girl there, and it's the girl that's locked in the basement of the frat house. Xander is now dancing in a bra and a wig because he's a pledge and everyone's paddling his bottom. Why why are these white frats so homoerotic? I don't know. Like, why is frat hazing the most homoerotic thing in the world? Yeah, they put lipstick all over him and they're like spanking him and stuff. There's a party full of girls. <laughs> and yeah. this is their entertainment. Yeah, dude. I don't know. That's why I never joined a frat. <laughs> no, I the the I never joined a frat or came close to joining it. But I did love Rush Week in college, oh, where yeah, all the yeah. frats would open up and like try to like <laughs> try to, to recruit, yeah, you. try to be appealing to you to join. And I would just go in there, eat the free food, drink the free beer, and be like, yeah, "Oh yeah, viewers, listen." It's like going to a timeshare pitch, but what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I lived in a frat house, but I wasn't in the frat. And the guys were always trying to get me to join the frat. I was like, why? I'm already friends with you guys. I don't have to pay dues. I already live with you. I go to your parties. I don't like, have to do the hazing. I don't have to do the hazing. Yeah. Well, the, then they they knew that I didn't drink. And they were like, how could he do hazing? He doesn't drink. Yeah. They were like, like, we yeah. have no idea. Yeah. We don't know how so, to punish him without drinking. To, yeah. But it was like, I don't get it. I'm already friends with you guys. And I yeah. live in your house. Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah, I had friends that were in frats. If you knew people in frats, then you got the invite to their party. So I was like, yeah, I don't need to live here or yeah. be a part of this crew. I just... Exactly. Yeah. It was so silly. But anyway, uh, Susanna's getting beaten up. Uh, Buffy's, you know, feeling woozy because she was obviously drugged. She goes upstairs and she's like, I just need to lay down for a little bit. Lays down on a bed. Hot Richard comes in and he starts like feeling up her neck. And then Tom comes in and he's like, don't fucking do that, you creep. And Hot Richard's like, I'm sorry. 
And Tom is like, we need to sacrifice them for the one that bestows gifts upon us or some kind of cryptic thing. And then we pan down from Buffy on the bed to Cordelia off of the bed. How did Buffy not see her there? She's wasted. Yeah. It's nice that Buffy just happened to go to the same room. That That is very nice. (laughs) That is very nice. And uh, I love that we get that... uh, it's kind of the scene like uh, the no, no assembly or some assembly required where you're like, oh, that guy's like, she's perfect. He's like, the problem is she's alive. Like we kind yeah. of get the same beat here. It's like, don't have her now. She needs to be for the one that gives us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, geez. All right. Like, and the problem I had, not even a problem. Like this episode for me was a little dull and slow moving and boring just because mm. There does, there's not a twist in it. Like some of these really good episodes have like that mid episode twist. This one, we know that handsome Tom is a bad guy from the beginning. So it's not shocking. We're just waiting for it to happen. Yeah, I was waiting for so long for the demonic stuff to happen, the paranormal. Because right now it's just like a frat party rape story. Yeah. Like, and like. I think going into it, knowing that the episode was titled Reptile Boy, we're like 40 minutes into this episode before anything happens. Yeah. Reptilian. Yeah, because it's like we normally like even a hyena one, like you see the hyena, something weird happens, something else weird happens. You're still trying to figure it out. But like, we get it. Girl kidnapped. We know it's at the frat. We know the two guys are involved because we've seen them. Like there's no mystery to this one. Yeah, and we're just like, okay, can you guys drug and kidnap Buffy so we can get this started? Right. I mean, we're so far into this episode, mm-hmm. like. But anyway, so we go back to Giles and Willow, and Giles is like, we should definitely call Buffy. This stuff is suspicious, and Willow's like, covering for. Her. She's like, no, you can't. Remember, she's with her mom, and they're sick. And then Giles is like, oh, you know what? You're right. And Willow's like, you should call Angel. And because Willow finds out that there's other missing girls that have been happening in Kent prep school. Does Angel just sit at home waiting for these phone calls? Like, what does he do? Yeah, I know. Does he have a cell phone at this point? Like, he's usually in the graveyard. Yeah. Does he not does he not fight vampires himself? Like, what does what does this dude do? Does he not not out robbing food bank like blood banks or something? Like, what is? Yeah, I I guess I guess we're gonna have to watch Angel to find out what. What his life is like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we cut back and now Buffy and Cordelia are chained up and Cordelia's being the most annoying person in the world. And like, what are they doing to us? What are they doing there? What are they going to do to us? What's going on? Buffy, you need to do something. Buffy, and, why did I let you talk me into the going to this party? Right. And at this point, I'm like, Buffy, when you get out of here, just choke out Cordelia. Just yeah, save her just to the misery. Don't ever associate with that woman again. <laughs> yeah, like she, she brings no benefit at all now. She, she sucks so bad. Um, but now they're ta- Tom has a bunch of branding all over him, and it's clear that Tom is the leader and not Hot Richard. Yeah, which I feel like we knew. I feel like that was the twist. Yeah, because the whole time, like we see, we've seen Hot Richard like doing all this stuff, mm. but then now it's like, oh, but actually, 
Tom is the real evil guy. Yeah, we thought the guy in the same frat that has this weird cult thing didn't know that the guy he's next to that was picking up high school chicks. Like, <laughs> of course he's a bad guy. And it was so weird the way they did it with the girl that's chained up. And she's like, the nice one's the one you have to watch out for. I'm like, yeah. at that point, everybody in that basement is who you have to watch out for. Like, you're chained <laughs> up. Like, it's not like, oh, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, and the first chained up girl is like, we're not going anywhere. We're never leaving this place. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, Angel shows up to uh, to the library with Giles and Willow. And Willow has this funny line of like, I'm just checking out this like no reflection thing for you. Like, how do you shave? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it, Willow. Yeah. It's it's a real question. It's a question that uh that a, a teenager would ask. It's it's right there. I loved it. And it was perfect. And it makes you think, how does he shave? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do was vampires like, grow I guess vampires still grow hair. We've seen them with I different guess. hair and facial facial hair and stuff. And you know, I wish he would have answered her. He's like, I got a night, I got a night bot guy. Yeah. <laughs> I go to a, a mirrorless barber shop. <laughs> um, but yeah, Giles and Willow are basically explaining to him, like, hey, there's all these missing girls. They're by at this we found this thing at the the graveyard. And then Buffy or Willow's like, oh, that's right by the frat house. Oh shit, Buffy. And then Giles is like, we shouldn't call her. Remember, she's sick. And then Willow's like, mm, okay, it's time to spill the beans. Buffy's at the frat house party with Cordelia. And then Giles is like, she lied to me? <laughs> and then Angel goes, is she there on a date? <laughs> like, you two are. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So then Willow has a freak out. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Giles, you've been pushing Buffy so hard. Of course she lied to her. You don't let her do anything. She has no fun in her life because you're such a piece of garbage and you're always pushing her. And Angel, would it be so hard to ask her out on a date? I mean, what's a cup of coffee going to do? You're 241 years old and you're never going to die. I'm sorry. Maybe like a half hour coffee date isn't going to like cramp your style too much. And then she's like, and now that I've yelled at both of you, I don't feel better. So let's go save Buffy. Yeah. I was like, good on you, Willow. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah, all of this stuff is just so, like the way they figured it out, where she's like, hey, that's near a frat house. They're doing it. I, yeah. What? <laughs> that's not, <laughs> that's like, you're like, that's near the bank. I guess the bank teller is the killer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see, Vance? Everything works out very simply yeah. in Sunnydale. Yeah. Um, anyone that you suspect is probably who did it. Anybody who interacts with Buffy is either a victim or a murderer. Yep. Like, they just happen to pick up the Slayer. Always. Yeah. Well, because all that stuff is attracted to the Slayer. Is it, The thing at the end, it doesn't seem... What this thing is about to do doesn't seem like you need, uh, like, the most attractive women possible. Like, I feel like no. you would prey on, like, a willow. You would prey on, like, an insecure teenager. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, in all honesty, in all honesty, Vance, 
isn't Cordelia just incredibly insecure at the core of her? Oh yeah. And and they reached Buffy at her insecure moment. Exactly. Getting turned down by a vampire. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> the vampire has been pining over her forever. And she's like, hey, let's get coffee. It's like, shut up, you young 16-year-old. <laughs> so Xander has been kicked out of the party at this point. And he's walking out and he's mumbling to himself about like, yeah, you know, one day I'll have power and I'll have money. But, you know, these guys will still probably have more. And then he looks over and he sees Cordelia's car. And he's like, wait a second. Cordelia's here. We got to talk about the ease at which he unclaps that bra. <laughs> <laughs> like you would think he would have zero bra experience especially a bra that he's wearing himself and yeah he reaches, I, don't think I could and he reaches back and just unclaps that thing no problem i just want them to stop saying that he's ugly yeah he's not he's not ugly at all like he like the frat guys call him ugly and i get that it's no like, they were talking still about dressed as dressed, yeah. yeah he's dressed as a lady but like everybody always is acting like xander's ugly like even with his shirt off like he's built as well too like oh, he's yeah. got a good body he, he definitely took the off season and was like oh yeah i'm gonna be on tv <laughs> yeah i'm gonna just work out a little bit it's not uh it's not marvel level where it is yeah like, dude. Jack, but he's fit giles yeah. giles is fit once he once giles rips off his shirt for calendar or buffy's mom you'll be like oh yeah <laughs> i guys been curling curling tomes in the library <laughs> he's been overhead pressing yeah. some scrolls <laughs> we find out angels like the, the the weakest one out of all of them <laughs> um so yeah xander sees cordelia's car and he's like oh okay cordelia's still here this is suspicious so Tom starts to do the ritual sacrifice thing and he's got beads and he's throwing them down a well and the thing's name is Makita and then a giant snake man pops out of the hole in the ground and Buffy for some reason can't escape from these dangly loose chains for the longest time. Yeah, at one point, like, I know her timing is just so that she can break out of it when it's time to break out of it. But I'm like, Buffy, just just jump off your feet and just pull it down. Yeah, she's busted through. So, yeah. I mean, maybe we maybe it's because she was drugged. Maybe she's still feeling the lingering effects. Yeah, I mean, and it is like welded into like cement or stone, but it, we know you're going to break out of it. Yeah. I just can't get a gauge on how strong she is. Yeah. Like she's busted through some like heavy duty shit. And like this is like dangly, like thing that's screwed into cement is like giving her trouble. Eh. But anyway, um, Xander and Giles and Angel and Willow show up finally. And Xander's in the priest outfit. He's like, I found it in the trash. I saw everybody wearing it and going into the basement. So I was going to sneak in. Who, and then, who threw Who threw one of those in the trash? Right? Like, Maybe they got some ketchup on it or some shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just evidence thrown in the trash. Yeah. So then they're like, all right, let's go save Buffy. And then Angel turns around and he's got his vampire face on. He's like, let's do it. Yeah. There's and like then, a callback to that. Like uh, like when uh, he says, oh, I smell blood on it. He's like, oh, that's a fun guy to be around. 
And then yeah, oh yeah, Xander's then, like, that's somebody you want to party with. Yeah, and he's like, maybe you do want to party with him when he does the vampire face. Eh, yeah, eh, it it kind of works. I didn't like so the vampire face for him. I thought it looked no, different. it looked different. Yeah, looked really different. So, maybe it was like an easier prosthetic to put on. <laughs> yeah. He looked like he's cross-eyed or something. I was like, <laughs> all right. So then Xander goes and he's wearing the uh, the priest outfit. And he knocks on the door and the drunk guy opens it. And he's like, sorry, I forgot uh, my something in the basement. And anyway, unhoods himself and then decks the guy. And then immediately is like, ow, my fist. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was nice. And then Angel shoves Xander out of the way and starts wrecking every other frack. <laughs> yeah. And then we just get like a really comedic, like everyone brawling. And Giles mm-hmm. is doing his over the shoulder punches. Like someone yeah. comes up behind him and he hits him and he's like, Yay, I did it. Yeah. And then Xander's like, This is for spanking me. This is for making me wear a wig. And this is for making me wear a bra. And then Willow's like at the door to the basement and she's like giving play by play. Like, yeah. guys, Buffy's chained up. There's also a giant snake guy. We should definitely do something. <laughs> it was so funny. I like when she went down. I was like, "What is she gonna do?" And then she comes up and she just keeps telling him everything, <laughs> and like not freaked out. Just like, "Hey, let's get going. Let's get this going." Yeah. So then, after that little brawl, mm-hmm. you know, Buffy eventually escapes, and she's she's talking to the snake guy. She's like, "Why do you want to eat Cordelia first? She's all skin and bones. You should come and try and eat me first. And then Tom is like, "Don't." Fucking talk to the snake guy and slaps him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, geez. <laughs> it's so weird. And he's got this giant sword. Yeah. So then uh, they all go to the basement. Buffy's brawling with Tom and everybody and beating up all the frat guys. She chokes Tom out. And then there's a nice callback here where she throws him over a table. And she goes, Tom, you talk too much. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty nice. And chucks him. And then... Uh, she basically just grabs Tom's sword and chops the snake guy in half, and the snake guy dies. Very anticlimactic. Yeah, that, that mean, was really easy. You don't even see the chop. They don't even do a close-up of like the chop happening. Maybe they had to cut it out for TV censorship. I don't know. Like She swings, it goes down, you hear, oh, uh, and it falls over. I'm like, that killed it? Like I don't know. Like That's like cutting off. It, it seemed like cutting off someone's arm. Yeah, like, or like a were, hydra or something, like he was going to grow back. Or, or just like the top part of him, where his brain, heart, and likely all his organs are still. Like, I feel like there would still need to be another step to this. Uh, yeah. But yeah, right before she does chop him in half, she screams, hey, reptile boy. So that's where we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was It was cool when he came up out of the thing. And it's like floating on this like... It, it kind of looks like those people when you see them uh, on the water jet things. Uh, those oh, those yeah, like yeah, tubes yeah. that float you up in the air on the water. Yeah. And it kind of... Well, because it looks like it, he is like... Maybe like those inflatable tube man things that you see in like used car salesman lots. Like, Well, I, I thought he looked like a, a snake that was being charmed. Like a snake yeah. charm charming yeah. thing. I was just thinking like how they legitimately put a person on top of like something that's like being blown up and belt like the way it moves is like someone's controlling like a puppet um yeah. but it's like a person and i don't know i mean 
Yeah, I mean, maybe if we... I would have loved to even see this thing earlier. I don't know, yeah. like just none, none of the reveal... Or like a hint of it. None of the reveal worked for me, and then it's it happens and it's done so quick. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, this was... Everything ramps up so quickly and then yeah. dies so quickly. Like, I'll go back to the praying mantis teacher lady right like we see weird stuff with her before we see her mm -hmm. final form you know you mm -hmm. see her eat a cricket sandwich with the head turned scaring vampires like it's like a slow build to that this build yeah. was just like oh these frat guys are gonna put you in a basement when is it gonna happen i don't know yeah it was i, I agree there wasn't a lot of build up it wasn't i feel like it wasn't very well done um and I felt like the reptile boy looked weird. Like, it just looked weird. Like, a a everything after his torso mm -hmm. looked so stupid to me. Well, yeah, that looked like just like some stuff that he was on. I think maybe I would have liked this more if they actually, if the reptile guy did eat one of them. Yeah, the girl that got away. Yeah, maybe. Or the, the girl threat, that, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, after Buffy kills the guy, Cordelia is like, you know what? I'm so happy that you guys were here to save me, but I want you all to know that I hate you. I hate you all. All this <laughs> terrible stuff is happening whenever you're around, yeah. and I honestly hate being around you. And I was like, this is the most sense that Cordelia has ever made. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and she hugs. She's like, thanks for saving me. And she hugs Angel instead of hugging Buffy, who's like holding the bloody sword. Um <laughs> And then, and then she, no, go. oh, no, she goes up to the frat guy and she's like, and you, you're going to jail for 15,000 million years. And I wrote in my notes, I want to see this court case. Like immediately yeah. when I seen this thing, I was like, I want to see this court case. I want to see the explanation of what just happened. Mm -hmm. um, and we kind of get it all in the newspaper. Yeah. Um, but before that, we get a scene uh, with Giles basically apologizing to Buffy. Like, sorry, I'm being so hard on you. I just know that you have a lot that you need to face and your training needs to be rigorous. And that's why I'm so hard on you. But, you know, maybe I'll stop being such a dick and only just kind of nudge you. And Buffy's like, OK, I know that you care. I'm sorry I lied. And everything is good there. I kind of hope this is the reset so that we don't get another one of those Giles Buffy scenes. We're like, going to get that scene but next episode. Yeah, I'm just like, because they keep doing this where like we get the scene that we've seen before and we're like, okay. And now we're going to get this thing at the end that says, hey, we're done with that. And I'm like, cool. Are we? Please be, because I can't see another scene where Buffy's like, I got to go to the bake sale. You got to go to the cemetery. Like, I just, <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> and then she goes to the bake sale and the bake sale is where the monster is and it's like yeah and then giles is like sorry i didn't want you to go to the bake, bake sale yeah, it's like, wherever buffy goes that's where the problem is so it's fine yeah um so then we get the scene of them at the bronze which is now a coffee house <laughs> and uh there's some like pipsqueak uh poindexter guy getting coffee for cordelia dude that's pal from girls that's jonathan that's the one that the inca mummy girl was trying to kiss that, that's him? Yeah. That's the same guy? Same guy. No way. Yeah. Man. All right. So he brings over a coffee and a muffin and 
Cordelia's like, see, this isn't what I wanted. And then shoes him away. And then she walks over to the gang's table. And she's basically like, see, younger guys are way better than college guys. And then walks away. Xander has a newspaper open. He's got the Sunnydale Press open. And the top headline is, Frat Arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that this has been going on for years. There was hundreds of girls' bones hidden in, in the... Or I think it said at least 50 mm -hmm. uh, remains of girls buried in the basement. And all of the people from this frat are like high-powered people. And now their businesses are all failing. And... People are going to jail for consecutive life sentences or something. Yeah. I, I also wonder, did they find the reptile creature when they went down there in that basement? You know, that uh, would make sense, Vance. I just want to know, like, what because the Buffy team does not have a uh, extraction team that like covers. I know we know we have the hint of the cops being involved in the vampire cover up. Yeah. But would they cover this up too? They need a Ray Donovan. They need a fixer. Yeah. Like, okay, hey, Buffy just killed this like reptile creature thing in the basement of this frat. We need you to go over there and uh Yeah. Get get rid of it before the cops show up. They need uh Harvey Keitel from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> and did they take Tom straight to the police? At the I end? guess. Like, like you're going like like he's being marched up the stairs by an angel and I'm like are you just going to go to the police station and say, hey, here, this guy kidnapped this girl and was trying to sacrifice her to a monster? Like, I just wanted to know how that went down, but whatever. But I'm not a monster, but I I can't be here during the day. Uh, <laughs> but these guys, they know monsters. Uh, I got I got to go. No, no, I, we need, I got a book. We need to question all of you. No, 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 I can't. I can't be here. No, I can't. I can't be here for, I got like two hours. Yeah. That's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then Angel shows up in a red maroon velvety shirt and he's like, Hey Buffy, uh, good job killing that reptile guy. I heard this place serves coffee now. Would you like to get coffee sometime? And then Buffy's like, yeah, maybe I would sometime. And then walks away. Yeah. It's I, like, what the hell? <laughs> I know that walk away is supposed to be cool, but I was like, if you're Willow and Xander, are you like, is she coming back? <laughs> well, I also like that Xander is like, everybody's always talking about Angel, Angel, Angel. I'm sick of hearing about that freak. And then Angel shows up and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah. I loved Xander's reaction there. Instead of like reacting like, oh, no, this guy hurt me. He just doesn't care. Yeah. He's straight oh, up called up, dude. Freak. Hey, what's up, man? And he's like, Xander. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have their relationship at us at a level where they know where they stand with each other. They'll yeah. work together, don't like each other, but it's fine. I love that well, moment so much. It was also like, Buffy's like, Angel? And then Xander goes, Xander? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So that wraps it up for Reptile Boy. It's uh, kind of a... Not our favorite, yeah. but uh, it's okay. It's all right. We we've had back to back episodes about human sacrifices, which is yeah. interesting. 
Yeah. You have any final thoughts on this one, Vance? No. Just the human sacrifices. What's Buffy's patrol? Does she just patrol graveyards every night? Um, yeah. And frats are very homoerotic. That's true. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. Email in Boys Watching Buffy at Gmail. What a seamless uh, transition. <laughs> And uh, stay tuned for next time. Oh, Vance, you ready for this one? Yeah, I, I purposely made sure not to even like see a hint of what the next title is. Next episode is titled Halloween. I would love for this to be the episode nothing happens. Like it's yep, just, just like trick or treating yeah, and partying. It's just and the stuff. build up like you think, oh, it's Halloween and Sunnydale is going to be disastrous. And it's just nothing. Yeah, it's like the nicest day. Yeah, that would be so sweet. It's like not also, drinking on St. Patrick's Day. You're like, you know, I'm not going out to drink with the first time drinkers. They're like the the weekend warrior drinking crew. <laughs> like, I just want Spike to come back. <laughs> yeah, That's, I want Spike back. Yeah, they can't have him every episode, but. I guess There's, not. It's about time. Yeah. All right. So stay tuned for Halloween. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.